Uh, I ain't going to have much good to say about him. I can tell you this. He doesn't care two bits about the people that live on Staten Island and Brooklyn. He, he, he has a podcast that he has to create content for that he talks about. You know, for, he needs drama to you know, feed his podcast, right? He's a fraud. He's a fraud. He's becoming a jackass at a time when we need to have a serious debate about the future of the party and the country. Hello and welcome to the Alexis Pereira program. I'm your host, Alexis Pereira, and with me as always, uh, I guess the guest on to the beast, Alex Estrada. <laughs> I would have Al- told you... We would have called you my Defoe. Is that the guy's name? Defoe? The, the, the short guy who's you know always following him around and stuff. Uh, I see. Okay. He's the hype man. The hype man. But yeah, sure. I'm I'm the yeah the human to your animal. That's great. Well, well, however it goes, uh, I hope you murder me. Yes. Um, the way. <laughs> All the, it does is make ended. you more handsome. It's unfair. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, how has your week been, Alex? We haven't been we haven't done the show in about a couple it's weeks. Been, it's been two weeks. It's been yeah. two weeks since I last saw you. And before we came on, I was going over in my head what's happened. I went to L.A. I came back from L.A. I went to the Poconos. I well, came let's back the let's Poconos. take this step by step. You went to L.A. and you stayed in a prostitutes hotel. That, Is that well, the, I, that think the so? I think it's called a motel. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> as a um, that's the term, that's the industry term for it. And it was pretty uneventful, except for when I went to check out, apparently there had been an attempted robbery of uh, said motel moments before I stepped out my door. So I was greeted by five members of the Pasadena Police Department who asked me what I saw. Uh, <laughs> and, um, they tried to rob the motel of money, I'm guessing, not of I mean, bags. I, or... I would hope so. I don't know like what the, you know, this place did not have turndown service. And so I yeah. don't know, you know, there were no chocolates or anything else to uh, to take. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so that was my time there. Love LA, never going back. And mm-hmm. then uh, yeah, and this past week I went to the Poconos to a friend's place. Uh, stayed up there, got some fresh mountain air, um, got very drunk, and am now back home and trying to sober up before the Monday starts. That's so, incredible. Uh, yeah. I lo- I love the Poconos. Used to go there every summer with my family. Uh, so cleaning you rented pools. a house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cleaning uh, pools, right? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. A friend, uh, a friend who runs a a little Airbnb business up there uh, has a new home that he is preparing to put on the market for rentals. And we did sort of a Jurassic Park thing where he brought some guests up to uh, test it out before he unleashed it on the public. Well, I hope, unlike Jurassic Park, I hope most of you made it. (laughs) We did. And the memories will last a lifetime. Well, Alex, I am still, uh, my girlfriend is still in Ohio. I know, still I'm missing. St- it's crazy. I, I um, You know, it's interesting. I actually did once call the police because my girlfriend went missing, but this is like a girl I dated in college. Um, and uh, what happened was she said, hey, I'll be home tonight. And uh, so I went to her apartment, her roommate let me in, and I was there. And it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, whoa, where is she? Like, uh, And then the next morning, she wasn't there. So I uh, called the police. Uh, I guess you're supposed to wait 24 hours. But yes, I, yes. Uh, I called the police. And um, the most unhelpful police officer ever uh, answers the phone. Uh, he goes, uh, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, oh, hi, is this the police station or, or whatever? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, uh, okay. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm not sure how to do this, but I, my girlfriend uh, is, I think she's missing. And he's just like, no, she isn't. 
you fucking moron. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to watch pornography at my desk, mister. Call me back. It's funny because I've had the exact same experience trying to report a missing person as well. My wife, one point in time, went out uh, drinking and uh, did not come home and was not picking up her phone, did not let me know ahead of time what was going on. And so I assumed, you know, two things. Either she'd been in a horrible accident yeah. or she was ghosting me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, both both crimes. Both crimes, both mm-hmm. crimes. So I went to the police station with, like, a picture of her because I'm like, I think this is the way it's supposed to work. And they told me the same thing. Like, you know, she's not like, did you guys have a fight? I'm like, oh, no. Like, she never does this. This has never happened. Just, like, go home, wait a couple hours, and she'll probably turn up. And that's what happened. So. Wow. There we go. If you if someone is missing your life, don't try to find them. It's the lesson. <laughs> well, the cops are right. Right. The, the cops, cops are. are that, that's the answer. All cops are right. That's yeah. Right. Hence the saying. Um. So, and here, here's another thing. I have decided I'm getting a digital clock for my for my bed. Do you have a digital clock by your bed? I don't. I don't. I usually use a, a phone, and then I have a little analog clock in the kitchen that I check out. So why a digital clock? So that is the problem. I am tired of every time I need to know the time. I, I, I don't sleep well, I realize. Mm-hmm. And what, I, what happens is I'll wake up like 5 o'clock in the morning or 4 o'clock in the morning, and I don't know what time it is. It's like dark. Uh, I'm alone uh, now, especially. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I, I grab my phone I'll check to check the time, and then I just start looking through my phone. And right, then I'm wide you're awake. awake. And you've yeah. Yeah, been exposed to the rays. I actually, I, I have a an Alexa in my um, in my bedroom that I ask if I wake up and I can't figure out the time. I'll usually ask. Unfortunately, in doing so, I usually wake up my wife and she'll tell me the time. That's worse. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Just no wonder, out loud. What no time she, is it? What, no wonder she ran away, my wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing I I've her ever Okay. Just yell know. out uh, what time it is. It? You could just basically <laughs> wake up your wife. You might as well wake my marriage from you. Uh, yeah, well. Alexis Pereira. There's some things I do better. The a marriage lot things, A lot of things I do worse. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm thinking about getting a digital clock. I already ordered one from uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just waiting for that to show up. So, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'll let you know if I, I sleep better. All right. God bless you and your digital clock. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm super excited about our next guest here, uh, Alex. Uh, he sent me his bio just now. Let me just read it. Um, you can catch me on my ASP before and after. Okay, well, that's pretty great. Uh, let's uh, bring him on. Uh, Brooks Allison, boy Brooks, how are you, buddy? He's muted, and I unmuted him. There he is. Hey, yeah, that's oh. my bio. That's my current bio. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, this is a hazing uh, ritual. You understand? That's the way every you. episode begins. That's not a yeah. hazing. You're not proud of being in an advanced study performance at UCB? Oh, proud. I mean, it's Pride Month, so of course I am. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Brooks, how has your quarantine been? Are you surviving it mentally? You see, you're surviving it physically. Yeah. For surviving it physically, yeah. Um, mentally, yeah. Mentally, I'm okay. I like. I lost my serving job that I had had for like seven years, and that was oh. that was upsetting. But like, I don't know. I was kind of like trying to find an out at some point from that. Uh, so you know, they say Luckily, seven years. I'm, you know. Yeah, seven years, and then you know it's either you're in it for the for the long haul, or you get out. You get out. It's like um, <laughs> I'm gonna say it's like Bell's palsy when he gets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know Bell's palsy when people yeah. ask, "Are you in it for the long haul here?" Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I think it's like six months or something. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad. It's it's too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but uh yeah it was okay it was it was like you know it was cool to be able to um you know i was lucky that me or no one like close to me was like got super sick and shit like that but it was cool that i was able to like work on comedy and music uh every day and still continue to um yeah so that is a good thing but yeah. i understand globally it's, it's not a good thing did the restaurant you worked at close or they no. just they just kind of no 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 they just had like we were there for a while and then they um like they kept us on the payroll still and they were oh, able that's... to pay us yeah it was like super sweet that they were able to because it, it was like you know we're we're closing for a month this was like march 2020 they're like we're gonna close at least for a month so like just stay you know that was when it was like this might last for two months and we're like <laughs> yeah what crazy they're saying yeah. june june yeah, 2020 you no way <laughs> and then it gets to you know end of may and you're just like holy shit but they, they did this like paid from home program where they like calculated how much money we all made weekly and gave us that oh um, which was pretty cool that's amazing for a restaurant usually yeah, they just cut you off yeah yeah yeah, I mean, it was like it's like pretty corporate restaurant. I mean, it was it was a good job for sure, but it was like yeah. kind of a corporate place. So that, I think that's why they were able to do that. But then, like by September, they were just like, "Look, we can't keep doing this, guys. We're really mm -hmm. sorry." But then they were like, "Okay, so September thirtieth is your last day, basically." And we had to do go through all this work to like to leave. It's crazy the amount of work sometimes it takes to leave a place. Yeah and like papers you have to sign and read and like your the whole exit thing and like you know losing health insurance is a whole thing i mean it's it definitely sucks how but, powerful um, is the uh, bubba gump nda <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh it's 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 pretty pretty power pretty powerful i mean this was bubba gump oh <laughs> strong, yeah. Mom. does bubba yeah. gump lexus you would know this does bubba gump still like ask you questions about the forrest gump movie when you sit down at the table uh, you know i uh i only worked in the kitchen <laughs> i can't tell you too much about how what the front of house servers were doing yeah. no they did that to me in high school and like roasted me for not knowing facts about the movie forrest gump jesus so it was, like oh. pretty hard rough stuff we got um, some comments by the way yeah. oh yeah I got, wait let's read the comments you see uh uh gay corpse said i saw this guy in between two ferns as the right fern so there you Whoa, go you got some fans you go. gay corpse right. coming in fun uh um, so okay. sorry you lost so sorry you lost health insurance <laughs> you're in, you're in the middle of a story when i told the joke but um, no, it's okay it's completely uh, fine uh um, yeah and then they were like september 30th is your last day and then the last day came and like i think that day or like that week cuomo announced like oh we're bringing restaurants back at like this percent capacity or whatever so then they fired everyone and then they were like actually a few of you come back and they like brought back a select few and it was just like oh damn that's pretty pretty wild like i don't know what the politics were there but it definitely wasn't great for my ego when i was like yeah oh they didn't ask me <laughs> to come yeah. back you know but is what it I, is i learned that the hard way working at um at, you know i worked at restaurants too it's always political actually right. because even when they pick who <laughs> works the friday night and the saturday night shifts which are like the money making shifts that's when you find yeah. out how popular you are yeah. where like usually like at outback they'll try to give you either friday or saturday um and uh, if you're good if you're popular they'll give you both friday and saturday night mm. um and then if not they'll give you like a friday and a sunday which is like 
uh, oh, oh. Sunday night is an okay shift. Yeah. Um, sure. So so basically, it's like I, every every week I'd be like, oh, I'm working the uh, Friday night mid shift back table. <laughs> then, yeah. Yeah. And then the uh, then Sunday night. Okay. Is Tuesday right. still like the worst night for restaurants? That was my experience. Oh, I don't. Day. Not that I recall. Hmm. I never had that. I don't think. At this specifically, I only worked at one restaurant like my whole life. It okay. Was this one. So I don't know. Yeah. Monday. Monday's typically pretty bad. Monday's bad. That's why a lot of places close on Monday. They're just kind of like, we're not going to deal with it. Yeah. Is that happening? I noticed because um, like Nighthawk is back and like movie theaters and stuff are back. And I was, but Nighthawk is closed on Mondays yeah. right now. I'm just like, what the heck's I, going on? Yeah. I imagine, well, I imagine because their thing is what is sort of like the Alamo thing too, right? Where you go and you mm. have dinner and you see a movie. I know you can get the food without going yeah. to the movie, but it yeah. seems like Monday's like sort of a rough night for uh, for films. No one's. No one's in a movie mood on a Monday. Yeah, interesting. Can I say something about Alamo real quick? You know, I love that place, but um, man, you know, if you want to get diarrhea 20 minutes into a movie, uh, I can't recommend eating dinner enough. My gosh. It's like every movie I watch at like Nighthawk, I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I'm able to see (laughs) diarrhea. The movie right. itself gives you diarrhea. <laughs> no, just the food, man. Oh, I'm eating. I'm eating a fucking a bacon double cheeseburger with a milkshake. Yeah. Does I go all out? There you, you go. Got, sure. I, I'm trying to watch Evan Almighty. What's? <laughs> yeah, come on. That's it. I get Can you watch uh, it here. Artemis I, Fowl. Yes. <laughs> uh, tater tots. I always get tater tots. Yeah, when me I go too. To oh, that smells. So See, I just don't. I, that's another thing. It's like I don't. I don't like the idea of having a full dinner. First of all, it takes it. You're ordering. It takes like so long to like get the yeah. food and like oh, if you yeah. need something, you gotta like talk to the person. So you're eating, you're doing all that jazz, and then sure. and then like if the food, if you're not finished with the food, it just sits there, right? And you're like hoping they come and, and take it. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's such a process. Sure. Well, they have those. That's what the white cards are for, Alexis. You write on the white card and put it there, so you don't have to say anything. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. I like to say something. Like, thank, sure. thank you. Yeah. I, I say that I whisper thank you to him. Thank you. <laughs> um, You're too loud to throw you out. So yeah. You got to be careful. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so yeah. And unemployment, collecting unemployment, um, doing my thing. My friend recently, we went to a lunch with a friend recently, and uh, he ordered, uh, he had a hamburger with french fries or whatever, and he, and he asked, can we switch, what did he ask, he said, would it be extra to switch the french fries with the onion rings? And uh, the, the guy mean, was like. Did he mean like money, or was he saying extra as in like, you know, too much? Yeah. <laughs> that, unbelievable. That's exactly what happened, uh, Brooks. No way. Yeah, Whoa. because so the so the server goes no, it's not extra at all. Yeah, definitely we'll we'll switch those. And then when he got the bill, he was like charged like five dollars <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> he's like I asked I asked if it was extra, and he's like yeah, it's not extra. It's totally normal. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Go off, King. Yeah, <laughs> dude, not extra at all. Not a vibe. No, what? what would be another yeah, one? Yeah, the vibe won't be wrecked if you. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> no cap, friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not sus not a sus choice at all no <laughs> wow that's how, how so, whack would it be if so I, funny. yeah so you gotta be you gotta watch out you gotta yeah, watch out with the apparently the the restaurant i was working at like jay-z came in once and like he like they he tried they tried him on this like super nice wine and he took a sip of it and was just like <laughs> described the taste of the wine and said it was tight 
and the person was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Wine. <laughs> and he meant like, I don't know, a, a tight flavor or like a tight, I don't know. Really? Thought, yeah, I've thought, never heard that phrase for, for Neither wine. have I. I honestly, I'm like, I'm on your side a little bit. I'm yeah, like, it might be I've a sommelier uh, term of some kind. Yeah. <laughs> um, Man, that wine is fresh. Yeah, right. <laughs> No. I um actually at Outback we had one celebrity uh, uh a, a guy who used to manage the Mets his name was Art Howe he stopped by and um he ate and then the manager asked him to come to the kitchen and give us like a motivational speech no. and so and he did he came to the kitchen he's just like I want you to know I, I um, from what I saw it was a tight uh, team out there and uh, you just want you guys to keep on going uh, oh alright thanks so much <laughs> just left jeez Art Howe. Uh, like, I because he's he's in New York, so he's just like I should do this. This should be this would be a nice thing to do. It, it was it was the Bayside Outback, so I'm not too sure, sure why. Unless he was staying with I, don't, I have no idea why he would be there. He's making like yeah. whatever five million. Um, <laughs> right. I don't even right. know. Yeah. My secretary made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to go to a much nicer restaurant. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> Like fuck, uh, but uh, you know mistakes—they often uh, turn in the championships. Uh, go Mets! <laughs> Just wanted to come back here to tell you guys, go Mets. <laughs> that would actually make more sense. Just yeah. like, promoting his own team. Yeah, right. Uh, there's a uh, two for Tuesdays uh, over at uh, Shea Stadium. You guys uh, come out down to <laughs> two for Tuesdays over at uh, Shea. Uh, if you uh, buy a ticket, we'll let you pitch the seventh. <laughs> so just come on down to Shea Stadium. Shea right. is no more, right? It's like City yeah, that, that was back. That no, was back when City Field. Yeah, City, City Field. Field. Yeah. This City is back in the day, baseball. though. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. What, what what team is your team, Brooks? I thought you were a Mets fan. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wasn't a Mets fan until actually the manager was at my restaurant and came in the kitchen and, and told me to be one. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Our third baseman's sick. We need you. And you asked him, Would this, is this extra? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's right. Like, it's like, is this, uh, is this sus? Um, <laughs> I got nothing else. Uh, I No, I, it's funny. I'm I pretended to be an Oriole fan, Orioles fan, like only like by wearing a hat. I mean, I didn't intend to be pretending, but every time I would wear it, I would go to this, this um, restaurant in my hometown in Virginia. And this guy there who like knew my dad. So he was always like talkative with my family and stuff would always talk to me about the Orioles. And like, I never, and I, you know, I was like 17 or 18 and I never was like, I actually don't know anything about them. I'm just wearing Mm -hmm. a hat. I was, I would just be like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. No. Whoa, yeah, yeah. Let's let's uh, how about that uh Palmero, huh? He looks good this year, huh? Yeah, like that. <laughs> like how about that um uh Camden Yards, dude? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you talk about. That's what that's what if Mets a uh, Orioles fan talks about the field. The field, yeah, yeah. Oh, the walls over there are Che, huh? Yeah, nice wall, huh? Pretty high. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh, I and I think I'm loosely named after a, a, an Orioles player, Brooks yeah. Robinson. Yeah, but not mm. like I think that's just like oh, the, that's his name too. They weren't like I want to name my son after it, but well, they got the idea. 
Yeah. I, you know, I, I actually had the same fight with my neighbor growing up because they, they named, you know, they, everybody called me Alex growing up and my neighbor yeah. called his kid Alex, right? And they were like, I was like, oh, you named him after me. And like, no, like, we just got the, <laughs> we got the idea from you. you. Son of a bitch, how dare you? <laughs> how old were you? I was uh, 10. Yeah. Um, you named and they were like, <laughs> no. And they were like, well, we've always thought it was a nice name. And, you know, we say your name a lot. And we're just like, oh. So I was like, no. So you named him after me. Like, no, we got the idea from you. Like, no, that's not how it works. Like, yeah, of course, everybody gets the idea from the person they name the person yeah. after. It's not you like named all kid original. After me. Right. Yeah. It's not like um, like uh, Grimes and what's Elon. Elon. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, Elon. Yeah, I think Elon's in the Bible. Yeah. Sure. But their kid's name is like. Oh yeah, years. like Art Archangel yeah. something yeah, something yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Chris Angel something. I don't know. Right. I don't know. It's, the, it's the recipe for a pretty good peach cobbler. Yes. Yeah. Written yeah. out. I saw somebody say like it was like a TikTok or a meme or something, and it, it was like um, a picture or a video of of um. Or what maybe is that? A tweet. By the way, what is that? Oh, it's, is that a cat? Or? It's a cat. It's a cat. It looked like somebody was sticking like their dick in the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks, it's time. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, it was like him saying like Doge to the moon. And someone uh, was like, sir, you're 40. And I was like, fuck you. I, you know, like, you know, I'm not on I'm not on Elon Musk's side every day of my life. But to say yeah. you're not allowed to talk about Dogecoin because you're 40 was just like, oh, fuck off. Is he really 40? He's a young guy. I don't think so. I don't think he's exactly forty, but yeah. I mean that's that's young. I mean, and old. You know, older than forty yeah. is not old. I mean, it's like fuck. I don't know. Yeah, it's just it sucks. I also saw. Sorry, sorry I know you're getting some clarification here. Actually, from oh, okay. oh we got a oh, comment good. here. He's yeah, forty nine. Yeah, he's he's forty nine. Thank, thank you so much. Doesn't look like forty two. Fuck <laughs> off. Uh, and then I, I saw on TikTok too. Someone post. I spend too much time on TikTok as you can tell. <laughs> but somebody posted a video. It's like showing a bunch of their family members at like an event and then it said their ages and it was like this uh one of them was like this guy's sister or whatever and it was like she's 31 and all the comments were like 31 no way drop your skincare routine (laughs) what like 31 is young serious that actually happened recently the the uh marion williamson said that uh, something like you know she's her age and somebody said drop your skincare routine and she said i thought it was going well why should I drop it? <laughs> oh my god! Wow, horrid, oh my guys! God. We're not going to be able to communicate with each other in about four or five years. I Literally, know. we're getting there. We're getting to civil war, is what it sounds like. God, between the young and the old, not even old. God, between the yeah. young and the slightly, old, right. yeah, and the slightly less young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sir, you're forty nine. That I feel better. <laughs> Uh, so Brooks, every episode of the Alexis Pereira program, people people mute it for usually the beginning until they get to their favorite part, the monologue. And basically, it's my chance to connect with the viewers, practice for a future TV show. And I was wondering if you'd like to hear my uh, weekly monologue. I would love to. Okay, very good. Alex, how would you describe how this monologue goes every week? Oh, it, it goes mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Uh, like an open bottle of wine that's been sitting there for weeks. It goes, <laughs> friend. Mm-hmm. It goes like a grandmother hooked up to a life support machine. It goes, it goes peacefully. It goes calmly into the night. Yes. <clears throat> All right, here we go. My weekly monologue. I went to Spectrum to change my plan from AT&T since Spectrum offered me $60 less a month, and I love suffering. I had paid off my phone about a year ago, but when Spectrum went to switch lines, they said it was still locked. 
Apparently, even if you pay off your phone with AT&T, you have to call them and ask them to unlock it. It's like we were separated but never officially divorced. Six hours later, after my request, AT&T came through and unlocked it. But then I asked Spectrum, how long does my promotional deal last? And I'll tell you why I asked this. You see, my last cable box broke. And after a week of them trying to fix it over the phone, Spectrum finally came and looked in the box. And no, not like that. And they asked, wait a minute, when the hell did you get this? Uh, 10 years ago, I said. And you never complained about your deal? They asked. Um, no, I answered. Apparently, they never encountered this. When a person's promotional deal expires, everybody typically calls, complains, threatens to cancel, and then gets a whole new box and promotional deal. But they never dealt with a guy like me who doesn't complain and never makes threats, probably because of all the sex I get. So they were never able to get me a new box, and I sort of disappeared off their radar, holding a box that had been obsolete 10 years ago. I think this is a terrible business model, and this is why America is full of people who complain and threaten. It's the only way they can get cable. They then said I was supposed to call and ask if there are any new boxes. Do you know what kind of nut job you'd have to be to regularly call your cable company and ask about the new cable boxes? Hey there, Spectrum, I got the RS-171L. I was just wondering if you got the RS-171Ms. Anyway, the woman told me my deal expired in 2023, and that's when I should call. I put it in my calendar. Now I open it up to the panel. Gong! Gong! <laughs> gong! <laughs> nice. <laughs> what was your worst customer server experience? Alex or Brooks, you can go ahead. <laughs> customer service? Yeah, just like over the phone. Look, yeah. whether it's cell phone, cable, anything. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know. Alex, if you have anything, you can go ahead. I'm, I, I have to rack my brain a little bit. Customer service experience that I've ever had. Gosh. I, 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 it might have been this last place... Um, <clears throat> where I got, uh, I had optimum cable and uh, they showed up, the guy was in my apartment for like two or three hours. Uh, he got my, my modem hooked up and said I had to activate it. And so I was like, all right, well, thank you. I'm, I'll do that. So he leaves and I'm trying to like hook it up and it's not working. And I feel really embarrassed because like the guy was like just here, you know, I've, I've done this several times before, anytime I move an apartment and it works. And so I call them up and I'm like, hey, this thing isn't working. He just installed it. It was like working for a hot second. He was here trying to figure it out. And so they had to send a technician over uh, and I had to travel. So my wife let them in. And the guy calls me up on my phone and says like, hey, this isn't our, um, this isn't our modem. This oh is a modem no. From, this is a modem from Time Warner. Like, you know, why, why did you supply this? I'm like, I didn't supply it. You guys gave it to me. It's like, that's not possible. Like the guy came in with it, uh, you know, put it on my windowsill. <laughs> Like scanned it, like was on the phone with you guys for like two hours and you said this was his. And so like he couldn't fathom that this had happened. But I guess at some point Optimum had picked up someone else's, you know, the other the other guy's uh, box then fucking gave it to me. And, oh. have, and, be, and because, you know, the appointments, the way it worked out, like we didn't have it for like two weeks. So oh, <laughs> it was just so like annoying, just like an awful like. Like how the how could this have happened in this this modern era? Yeah, <laughs> there, 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 and trust me, there have been worse customer service. This is the last one I remember. Yeah, you gotta yeah, take yeah. it easy on customer service people because of course they're human, just like us. Yeah, <laughs> this was in person for me. It was it, it was kind of like 
um, I don't know. I was at the Apple store and like my phone was being weird. It wasn't working or something. And I would talk to this guy who was super like, I don't know, you know, when like you talk to them and they're like a little extra, I'll say. They're mm-hmm. just like willing to like more expensive. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> they're just more. They're five dollars more. Surprisingly, um, no, they're just like instead of being like you're here to like get some professional help like as quick as possible. They yeah. see it as like I, in, in order to make this guy comfortable, I'm just gonna assume that we're friends to make him feel cool or whatever. And I'm, he was doing that from the start, like just like calling me bro and stuff, and like looking at my phone and like. He was like, can I, okay, cool. Can I check out your phone? And he like grabs my phone and doesn't, they're supposed to like ask and tell you like step by step what they're doing with their phone. But he grabs it, looks at it, selects it. Um, it's, I, I don't even remember what he did. And then he, um, he was like, all right, I'll be right back. I got to go like do whatever. He came back an hour later. I mean, I sat there for one hour in the <laughs> Apple store and then I could see him. I mean, like I should have just left, but I was sitting there wa- like watching him help other customers and like laughing it up with them and stuff. And I'm just like, this dude forgot about me for sure. And then I saw him like, look like I, I was like looking at him from two tables away and he's like yucking it up and then he peeks over and then does a double take and like we lock eyes for a second. And then I was like, oh yeah, he, now he remembers me. <laughs> he, he comes back over and he was just like, you're still here, bro. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm still, you told me to wait here. And he was just like, oh dude, bro. I thought, oh no, this guy. Uh. And then he started so- talking to the people around us at the table being like, oh, this dude, I was supposed to be, ah, oh, this guy is like, yo, let me tell you a joke. Let me tell you a joke. Oh my God. To, dude, yeah. I was just like, okay, wow, dude, I forgot the fuck. Yo, this clown Pagliacci, he goes, <laughs> yeah. <"Hey, doctor." laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck. He's like, yo, let me watch this pencil disappear, bro. Oh my um, God. <laughs> uh, I, and I don't remember. I wish I could fucking remember the joke. Honestly, you guys should kick me off the podcast right now for not remembering this joke. The guy told me, but mm-hmm. it was something about like, why do cow? It was like, <laughs> why do whales not do some shit? I don't fucking know. It's some like terrible joke, but it made me feel like shit. I mean, like, <laughs> this guy just forgot about me, and then he came back over to gaslight me to be like, "Why are you still here, bro?" He's like, "Man, fuck." Did he fix guy. your phone eventually? Uh, I don't remember. I think that it was. I think I had to get a new phone or send it away for like a little bit or something. Is that something you do? They give you like a like a temporary phone. I don't even remember. I blocked it out. I remember all that, but I blocked everything out. That's just such a terrible That's memory. great. Indelible in the hippocampus is the, <laughs> yeah. the horrible, horrible laughter is the laughter. <laughs> oh my God, Brooks. I'm so sorry. I, okay. yeah, I, I recently became an iPhone customer again and uh, I was hesitant for reasons like the ones that you talk <laughs> oh, for the reasons awful. like this. Having to interact, oh, my God. A close friend of mine is like a genius, and he's like a. <laughs> it's just funny to say it that way. That's M- MacArthur, or Apple. <laughs> MacArthur or Apple? Yeah, yeah right. Uh, Elon Musk has actually. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He's he's fucking forty, but he's still he's mm-hmm. still a genius to me. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, salt of the earth, dude. So they're not. Hey, they're not all bad. Okay. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they're just doing a job while being highly uh, monitored. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, that's. You know, it's interesting. The first time I got a box, I from Spectrum in that that same box from like ten years ago, I uh, took I brought. Uh, you had to go to the store, and so I went to the store, got it, put it in my new apartment, installed, like put it in. It wouldn't work, and then uh, I called um, Spectrum, and I was like, "It's not working." I tried everything, and they were just like, uh, "Yeah, you took the wrong box." 
Uh, and I was like, I, how would I know that? Yeah. How would I know that? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> that is so stupid. And it's like gaslighty. I hate yeah. to say it again, but it's just like, don't tell me I, I did something wrong. I don't know what the yeah. fuck I'm doing. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I hate that so much. It was super weird. So, no, basically, they, um, I had asked, I was like, can I have, I don't know, they gave me like a great deal at, at, at the store. And then basically, when on the phone, they're like, you can't get that deal. They gave you the wrong box. Uh, and this box gives you way more channels and uh, you, you got the, the deal you paid for is like a, the crappy deal or whatever. And I was like really annoyed and I don't know. It was, but yeah. whatever. That's but so uh, they also tried to give me stars instead of HBO. They're like, well, oh. what if we give you stars instead of HBO? And I was like, no, I don't want what? stars. <laughs> They're not the yeah. same. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> stars. Yeah. Not even like Showtime. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I feel like it's probably HBO, then Showtime, then stars, then Cinemax. If yeah. I had to, if I had to rate the the four, I have right? HBO and Showtime. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Showtime. Showtime's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was there was a couple of shows on Stars, but I'll just watch them in three years when <laughs> <laughs> they get canceled and they're on Netflix. Yeah, when you run out of doing everything else you want to do in your life. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> you know, what was on Stars? Um, American Gods. Have... Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't think I even know what that is. Yeah, it was uh, it was based on a, a best-selling Neil Gaiman book. Uh, it okay. Came up with a lot of hype, and then it's encountered a lot of production problems. Okay. I think they did um, like that John Malkovich pirate series, Black Sails. I think that was them. Yeah, that's right. Wow. I think they did Spartacus. Was that theirs too? I sure. would believe that there, that had like a little cult following for sure. Yeah, it was that, it's either it was either that or Cinemax or something, but it yeah. definitely was not Showtime or uh, HBO. Oh, Stars God. also did the other documentary of the um, Nexium, right? Because the oh, they did, oh right, one. they did. Yeah, 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 that's right. Okay, which apparently was pretty good. I didn't see that, but yeah, me neither. I should watch it. I didn't like the one I watched, but I don't know. I I also don't like a lot of these cult documentaries because the people who are in them seem to like help produce them, and I just <laughs> yeah yeah vic- vic- victim or you know perpetrator, you shouldn't be involved in the production or story yeah. of your cult. Like I want somebody who's like independent telling the story sure. instead of be somebody being like yeah he was a monster you know and you know I was his second in command yeah. Um, but the, those those are the people. At least in this case, that was the guy that filmed everything. So you kind yeah. of have to have him involved, or it's going to just be like, "We'll take your word for it," or it's Re- like reenactments. Yeah, reenactments, <laughs> which are, which can be fun sometimes. Sometimes totally. it's fun to see reenactments. I would love to be. I'd love to reenact being the guy uh, in reality. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's go on to the news here, um, Alex. Uh, the G seven. Is, is that what it's called? Just G7. closed over in London. Can you tell us a little about that? Sure thing. Uh, they had a little meeting, all the big important countries, so they got together and they talked about the problems of the world. And they walked away with, um, I guess what you call sort of a mixed bag. There are some agreements on things that should be done, but no clear direction on how to do them. So uh, are we going to invade China? Uh, we're, we're, we're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God, Alexis. Not no. sure that was discussed. That you too. Yeah, well, I think the, yeah, they, well, they brought up the questions about how do we approach them without alienating them. Um, you know, we want to find out how this virus started. We don't want to be too pushy, though. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So there was some discussion of that uh, discussion of uh, climate change. Uh, you know, the same thing as we've heard before. Something has to be done. What is it? We'll figure it mm-hmm. out later. Yeah. And then with the um, with the coronavirus, uh, there was a, a commitment, a pledge uh, to get some more uh, vaccines distributed. But 
not really a clear, you know, they have a general timeline of like, we'll get to it in the next year. Yeah. Um, but not really any, no money commitments, um, further than what's already been agreed uh, on a spend. So well, yeah. let's talk about the, uh, the vaccine first. Um, I, I'm not sure if everybody remembers, but um, like I think about a year or so ago, there was like a huge pandemic that's still going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, I don't right, know right. if you remember that. Oh, what happened with that? Yeah. yeah. Well, right. well, here's the thing. So some countries are getting vaccinated and they're doing OK, uh, but other countries are not uh, vaccinated and uh, variants are popping up and uh, these mm. variants are worse and uh, deadly and uh, uh, according to uh, people in, uh, I think it's Brazil um, or maybe either Brazil or India, they're saying that these some of these variants uh, make you sick faster. Um, and uh, there's still people who don't believe in the vaccine right now. In fact, um, we haven't quite opened up yet. Offices aren't open. You know, so right. people are not spending nine hours together in an office yet and testing out their um, their newfound uh, invulnerability or whatever you want to call it. Right. right. And, and it's crazy to me that the world isn't like, this is number one. Let's get rid of this fucking virus as mm. soon as possible. Right. Yeah. Right. Like in this. Well, maybe they saved that <laughs> for the end of this this article. <laughs> because it's like and and now they're gonna keep reading they gotta keep reading because that's the most nobody gives a shit about anything else i mean they should because of uh you know climate change and everything but uh yeah the virus i completely agree i mean it said in there like their people are pushing for like some countries are like this is not enough they said they were pushing for one billion doses or something i'm, I'm i could be misspeaking but yeah and they're like this, it should be 11 Right. A lot of people were like, that's well, not enough. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of these vaccines are uh, two-dose, so you right. don't have enough to go around. No, I mean, like, I think it's like sort of a, what, what do you call it, like a, um, it's a large-scale problem. Uh, and the thing is, it's like, yeah, it would be nice to sort of eradicate this around the world, but, you know, there, we got our own problems to sort of deal with, so yeah, we'll get to it. Like, you know, they'll get the vaccine out. It's, it's like the VCRs, you know, like uh, out there in, in those countries, they're just getting VHS and it'll be the same thing. Wow. So in 12 yeah. years, you'll get your, yeah, if you're in Guatemala, good news. In 12 years, you'll get your first Moderna. Yeah, right. except, I mean, that's except, true. <laughs> except um, uh, their, VHS, good. <laughs> their VHS won't uh, fly to America and blow up in our faces uh, the way the virus will. Right. You know, th we have these variants that, um, first of all, here's, here's another point. There are people in America who don't believe in the getting the vaccine and yeah. they will get sick uh, eventually. And they're they're riding on the coattails of the vaccinated currently of the vaccinated and the distanced. Sure. Soon these uh, people will come back into society. They'll sit back in an office with with their coworkers and a coworker who may or may not be vaccinated will ca catch the virus and then spread it. And one thing I learned that was interesting throughout this pandemic was I thought that you get sick, like one drop, and that's all you need. And that's all you get in, in a sense. But I found right. out that if you are, for example, the coronavirus, if you're in a room with somebody who has a coronavirus for nine hours, you get a huge dose of it. Huge more load. than your. Yeah, you get a load. You get a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and. And your body's not able to handle. I, I didn't know that. I thought like it was just kind of like once you're once you sure. once you're sick, you're sick. There's no like I got super sick, right? But but now I realize when I was spending like time in my office and like somebody came in with the flu, 
and I was they had the flu on me for nine hours, and then I was super sick for two weeks. It's because they gave me a huge viral load, and people are not together yet. People are not together yet. They 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 somewhat they yeah, somewhat are. Yeah. They're masked. They're distanced. Their windows open. Things like that because it's summer. But in the mm-hmm. fall. I think that there's going to be a lot of sickness and death, especially with how cavalier we are about this. Right. I think I read something like only 40 something percent of the United States is like fully vaccinated, which is shocking to me, uh, given how long we've uh, we've had this vaccine and like the mad push we've had to get it get it through. And so it seems like maybe some of that is like logistical. I remember early on, it was sort of difficult to make a schedule an appointment. But now it seems like the. The, the folks who aren't getting it in this country, at least, it's like totally voluntary. Yeah, um, it, 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 taint, it taint logistical no more. Yeah, even, even, immig- it, even immigrants are coming over. And actually, I'm going to read some quotes here because there's some NFL players who said that they're not getting the vaccine. Wow. Uh, and and basi- basically, it's just, you know, what, 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 are, what world are you in, man? Mm. What world are you in? Uh, Sam Darnold, uh, a former Jets uh, quarterback, uh, he said... Um, I'm not vaccinated. I, I, I've got to think about all those certain things that go into it. And uh, I don't want to go into detail, but yeah, I'm not vaccinated yet. <laughs> oh. Jesus. How old is he? He's young, right? He's not old. He's uh, probably 26. So, oh. yeah. God. LOL Jets. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and the, the whole thing with like the magnet and shit, it's like, oh, this stick, like these key, this key sticks to that person. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Magnetizes you or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she held it up, like put it on her chest. And she's like, why is this sticking to me if there's not magnets in it? And then she tried, she's like, it, it sticks to my neck, too. And she puts it on the side of her neck and it just like slides off and she's not getting it. And then it, it cut to another uh, person. It was um, I just want to be like, you know, shut the fuck up. Like you are so full of shit. Yeah. Um, did you see these one? These, there's a group of people who are saying that uh, the masks hurt us more because we were not spreading empathy through smiles. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Are you serious? Yeah, that's a big group. Oh. Yeah. Empathy. Yeah. Think of all the lives lost because people aren't smiling as much anymore. <laughs> people who smile more are less likely to commit suicide. Think about that. <laughs> Snack on those facts. FDA. And I've heard oh. people. I read. I saw something. Someone being like. If I'm wearing jeans, if I'm wearing boxers and jeans and I fart, you can still smell it. So how is a mask blocking this vaccine? And oh it's like, yeah, well, the virus, yeah. <laughs> well, good point. I, this good was point. me. Okay. Well, well, yeah. Back to my diarrhea well, point. If yeah. you diarrhea on somebody and you're wearing pants, okay, uh, the, the <laughs> diarrhea droplets, you'll smell it. Okay, uh-huh. but the diarrhea droplets won't flaw in your mouth. There'll be less of a chance of you eating diarrhea. Yeah, so think of it that way. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Serve Alexis. Oh my God. Yeah, so that that's that's something that really drives me nuts. And then uh, you know I don't want to touch this too much because this is just an ongoing conversation about how the world is dying. But the fact that they said that they are going to tackle climate change but not give a deadline or a date of when they're going to do mm-hmm. it. I mean, at a certain point, you know, the we get our grade. Okay, yeah. and yeah. there's no more homework. You can't do your homework late. So right. the fact that we're just keep tossing it, it's just really bad. It's sad. Also, this article, it's the whole article is just, I mean, the title of it being Johnson defend, like Boris Johnson defends this deal. It's just like, 
Okay. <laughs> you. It's Fuck a off. good deal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Eli Johnson likes it. <laughs> yeah, Boris Johnson, who yeah. hosted hosted the G7, he was basically oh, okay. skewered. He was skewered by um, you know. Well, obviously, his rivals. They, that's that's all. That's the game plan. You always say he didn't do enough with labor. They were saying he didn't do enough to tackle climate change or give out the vaccine. And and I have to agree with them about those points here because again, uh, people are getting variants, and the vaccine is mutating. And if we tackle it now, we could really bring it down. But the fact that yeah, see, this is the thing about the people who want like everybody to get it is everybody gets it and then it evolves like the more touches it gets the better it gets so you really can't do that you want to you want to like kill it so it doesn't evolve and that's a sad thing um well yeah let's uh let's move on to the next bit of news uh and uh this is this is regarding (laughs) this is regarding uh bitcoin uh alex uh i think your family in south america or central america (laughs) is getting bitcoin alex tell us about it so yeah el salvador (laughs) officially approved its congress and its president uh have passed legislation that allows it to be recognized as legal tender means that uh companies and individuals can start accepting it as payment and this is interesting because i learned that um el salvador does not have its own currency yeah, it the, was pretty, the dollar. It, it yeah, adopted yeah. the dollar back in 2001, which is very interesting to me because it seems like in, in some ways it can be good. Uh, you can peg your system to a you know, more or less stable currency. Uh, but it's right. also weird because it means that if things start going south, you don't really have a ton of options. Uh, you know, modern monetary theory might not work unless uh, you know, they're doing it upstairs. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a little bit uh, it's interesting. It's very interesting. It'll probably drive a lot of investment. And that's what they're hoping for. But like uh, a lot of in the article, at least they quoted a lot of in- individual people who are like, what is this thing? I've never even seen a Bitcoin. Like, how, <laughs> yeah, how am I right, going right, to accept right. it? And I was like, oh, there's a lot of reading that has to be done now. These poor people. Well, yeah. so the thing about Bitcoin is you need you need the Internet to use it. And especially if, you know, you're selling it or something like that, you're selling food and stuff. You need some kind of registry that's connected online typically through a cell phone with a special app you'll need a modern phone for that and uh 70 of el salvador doesn't have phones right so this is more of this is more of a um i mean whatever they're they're trying to get they're trying to increase adoption of bitcoin a couple months ago it it hit sixty-five thousand. And, uh, you know, some people say it might go down, some people say it might go up, and they're basically just trying to increase adoption throughout the, uh, the world. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, to me, it's kind of dangerous because Bitcoin is volatile, right? And, of course, hey, you can go up, so that would be cool. But um, let's say you uh, sell your goods and you get like 30,000, you, know, you know, the equivalent of Bitcoin's cost 30,000, but then Bitcoin goes down like, you know, or whatever, like five thousand five percent. Yeah. Uh, the dollar doesn't do that. The dollar doesn't go up and down like 50 percent every you know month. It uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of stable. They try to keep it stable. Yeah, it inflates over time, and right, uh, you can, there are controls for that. But yeah, with Bitcoin, it's it's all it's also weird too because it's like the majority of the world, like uh, like uh, in the article, they say that the the central banks, like the country itself, owns no Bitcoin at this moment. And so it's like the, you know, there are, um, we've discussed them before, whales uh, who hold the majority of the world's uh, cryptocurrency. 
uh, who, yeah, who have uh, an enormous amount of influence potentially on this country's um, reserves. If if Bitcoin uh, adoption becomes like more or less universal, that's a gorgeous. Is that a tortie? That's a little tortie. Yeah. A little tortie. Very Beautiful cute. Cat. Love you heard good Bitcoin tortie. and came around and came. There around we go. Of course, of course. Free. Yeah, <laughs> always- you crypto. You in crypto at all, Brooks? A little bit, yeah. I've uh, invested a bit over the past year. But I, it's funny, reading this article, I was just like, okay, I guess I thought, I just like assumed that it was quote-unquote legal tender in the U.S., but I guess it's not. Yeah, like you could, like it, yeah, basically the, the rules around legal tender, it varies country to country, but the United States is generally recognized that if you have a debt, if you owe someone money, if you present tender like it's good, it qualifies for the exchange. It satisfies okay. the, the legal obligation. Uh, so, for example, if you showed up in th- with three thousand dollars worth of ether uh, to a mm-hmm. bank and said, "I would like to pay my, um, you know, uh, my loan, my personal loan back with ether," they could reject it and say, "Like, no, we want dollars, dollars only." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, same way if you showed up with three thousand dollars worth of chickens or three thousand dollars worth of gold, yeah, yeah, they wouldn't right. be required to take it. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, but the gov- I'm sure the government has very little interest in actually, you know, in the United States at least in adopting that. And especially with the amount that are um, that are out there and how volatile they are, like I don't think you're going to see that level of um, mainstream acceptance of yours. Sure. I think individual companies will do it, like Tesla sort yeah, of. Yeah, it seems it that way. They, that it, yeah, before they yeah. backed off on it, um, and I think once they figure out the environmental uh, issues with it, they get past it. I mean, El Salvador talked about hooking up their miners to a volcano. Uh, so <laughs> there are solutions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, I listen to a lot of Bitcoin stuff on, oh, I haven't in a while, but on, um, what is it called? Uh, Clubhouse. I just like joined some Bitcoin rooms and it's just a bunch of dudes talking about Bitcoin. Well, there's only two, um, there's only two groups. There's a group who think it's a scam going down and a group who thinks you're about to be a fucking, everybody's going to be a millionaire. Yeah. So, right. Uh, you know, right. Uh, just, uh, I, re- I remember on hearing one guy talking about it to another person was just like, he was saying it was so good. Whoa, look at that. He's <laughs> like, dude, well, yeah, it's like as soon as you invest all this money in Bitcoin, bro, you're, you'll be picking you'll be picking the panties, bro. You'll be picking her panties. <laughs> I'm always pick trying to it. pick panties. Uh, See, now this is, a, this is a phrase I don't know either definition I don't know, of. I don't know. It's like you'll be <laughs> picking you'll be the able panties? to choose what kind of panties your wife or partner. That can't be it. I think, I think it must be. It. Really? <laughs> I thought it would be like, oh, like picking it up from around your bed, like because there's so many panties. <laughs> oh yeah, interesting. You'll be able to buy a lot of panties, and you'll be picking. <laughs> Pick, you'll um, be picking the panties. Picking the panties. I think. Um, oh, you know what? It's picking. Um, I'm sorry. I think you said this. Picking the women who are wearing the panties. I'm sure mm-hmm. that's what it must be, right? I don't think so. I really think he was. He was. He was talking about his relationship. How like now that he has invested so much Bitcoin. He can pick the panties for his wife to wear because she's so attracted to him now because of all this Bitcoin. <laughs> is that is that? I think you know, so. You're, you're, well, you're you know you're not a straight. Uh, no, I'm offense. not a straight. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, but, honestly, thank you, thank you for uh, for outing me like that. Yeah. Nice sorry, well, breaking no, no, news no, I, here on the Alexis Pereira oh program. God. Um, yeah. So, th- gay th- corpse, <laughs> say what you want to say about me being a fucking <laughs> firm bitch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, 
No, but I just uh, I wonder if is that a fantasy that straight men have anywhere, Alex, that they can pick the underwear women wear? I mean, I don't know some, if I'm, that's the fantasy. Some specific. There, I'm sure there's. I, I mean, that's the thing. If you can think of a fetish or a kink, like somebody's got it, like sure. somewhere in the world, statistically. Yeah, but they like, don't announce yeah. it. They don't announce it to other people I as I mean, like, like, buddy, you'll in be the clubhouse. You'll, yeah, you'll be putting peanut butter on her toes. I mean, you'll like putting... some, some motherfucker is. You say it all the time. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's different. But I'm not announcing it to, to groups when I'm doing like workshops right. like you know english writing like you're you guys gonna be writing these essays yeah. so good right right you're gonna, right. You're gonna be pouring glue into those <laughs> yeah. assholes i've never yeah, I, yeah I've, I've never heard picking panties that's definitely a new one but i can i can see why it's alliterative it's uh it seems very yeah. playful like a playful thing to say and it's yeah. like you know it's illustrative too you see the vision in your mind i'm totally. sure when someone said picking panties to alexis he immediately was like oh that's I, can why go I, started. The, I can go to the Dillard's yeah. on two for one day. Yeah. Yes. Hey, if you pay us $25 a month at StreamYard for your podcast, you could be picking panties. You'll be picking the panties, bro. Okay. Okay. Right. If someone told you that at StreamYard, you'd buy two. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> wow. Well, now I get it. You know, I guess I, I guess I do have a pair of, of panties I wish women wore. No, no, no. You know, Hanes oh, for her. Oh, uh, <laughs> they're called Hanes Sunday Nights. I don't, I don't know what they're... Um, okay, so now finally, um, uh, Brooks, you're in you're in New York, right? I am. You're yeah. yeah. Uh, there is a mayoral race going on, yeah. Alex. What's uh, what's? Can you break that down for us real quick? What's yeah, going on with the mayoral we, race? Early voting has started, so people have started uh, doing the rank. This is the first uh, election, I think, in New York to adopt um, rank choice voting. And so we're starting to get into this home stretch here. Uh, there, there are announcements being made. Um, companies are starting, or companies and uh, political action groups are starting to name their number two choices. So we're starting, to, this is kind of a weird shift to say, like, you know, we like this is our, our pick, this is our champ, uh, but we like this person too. And yeah. so it's sort of an interesting kind of like breakdown because before it's, it's always been like sort of a zero sum game. Like you go all in on a candidate, you got to be very careful. Because if uh, that guy loses, that's it. Uh, yeah. But now, if it, you have a choice thing, you can sort of game things. You can present to uh, your constituents or your members, like, "Hey, you know, we understand. Like, this is the guy that we like, but this would also be this is also in line with our interests." And Alex, uh, is there a score? I'm sorry, I don't know this. Is there a score on each mayor, or or base, or how does the runoff? How does the ranked vote go? Like, the do they get a score? So yeah, so ba so basically, it's like a proportional um, allotment, okay. like a allotment. So like you're, you know, um, you know, imagine like the first one is worth the most points, the second's worth the second most points, third, third most, uh, etc. And the idea is supposed to be that if people are in favor of like you know uh, candidates that maybe have a less strong chance of uh, of coming out on top, you know, if you're your fifth place, sixth place finishers, I won't name them because it changes every week. Uh, but Diane yeah. Morales, for instance, so <laughs> crazy, so crazy. So if you if you do, and the thing is, you're like, well, I still want to have like a say, um, you know, for another candidate potentially. Uh, and so you would throw, you could, uh, you know, rank your less preferred candidates, and that way there's sort of a more proportional representation yeah. of people's actual preferences, as opposed to this, you know, wacky zero um, zero sum system where you're either throwing your throwing your vote away, so to speak. Uh, or you're, you're 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 voting for the winner because like hey I want to be on the winning team whatever yeah. it is where like you can have a situation where two people get you know thirty percent or something like that or I'm trying to think of a way where like or maybe three people get 
let's say three people get 25% or something like that. And actually, no, that doesn't work either. But I I'm mean, trying to like, think of a, a way where somebody like wins because two people were too popular. Right, and, right. And, and stole each other's votes. So, like, oh, so for, exa- yeah. for example, you might have something like, you know, if you're taking a previous election result, for instance, like I'm trying to, like, I think de Blasio won something like, I want to say it was like 51. It was like a pretty slim majority. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not a, it was not a blowout by any means. And part of the thing was, is just like, well, you know, people are voting for him because he's most likely to win. Uh, nobody wants to take a chance on the other guys. But if he had lost like, you know, uh, five to six percent of that, it w- he wouldn't have had the majority and wouldn't have gone to a runoff. And so in a, a, a smaller field, he might have had um, harder odds. Because people might have said, like, well, you know, maybe he's not uh, such a shoe in after all. Mm. And no. mayoral is every how many years? I, admit, I think admittedly, I'm not super. Oh, well my heard. gosh. I, I want to say six. Wait, let's all take six, our bets. Yeah. I say six. Alexis? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to guess six. I'm going to guess. Right. I'm going to guess six. <laughs> all right. Let's see. All right. I'm putting in the Google. Uh, check your Internet. What? Well, de Blasio won uh, in twenty in the 2013 election, so he won in 20, 2014 or whatever. Okay. Eight years? Yeah. So, oh, seven? Yeah, so it's, 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 four, it's four years. It's four years. It's four years. Two terms, Max. Yes. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Sounds familiar. <laughs> Mayors every four. Thank you. Where were you 30 seconds ago, Moss yeah, Neotech Prototype? We were, wick, we're wikiing uh, over here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can pick up to six, right? Did I read that wrong? I think uh, five. I think it's five. five. Is it six? Five. Maybe yeah. I was stuck on the six thing because we all just guessed six for, mm-hmm. guess six. for the years. <laughs> About okay, so yeah, up to five. The whole and like, admittedly, I was reading. You know, it's not often that you do current events homework for a podcast, but this mm-hmm. was uh, this was incredibly <laughs> informative for me because um, when usually I'll just be like, okay, where are uh, who are like some of my friends or like people like celebrities that I think are cool. Uh, who are they voting for? Who have they endorsed? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was Morales for the longest time. So I was just like, okay, I'll, it seems like it's a good vote for Morales and all this stuff. And then I started reading about all of that shit. And I'm just like, whoa, mm-hmm. that was pretty crazy. And then the um, the other, what's what was the other dude's name? Eric Adams? No, not Eric Adams. The um, Scott Stringer? Yes. Oh, Stringer. Yeah, Stringer. Yeah, Stringer. He's uh, he's so I work for CUNY and he's uh, he's our pick for he's, oh. uh, the union. The union is backing Stringer, you know. Oh, interesting. Um, I you know um, I, I don't know who I'm going to vote for. I I, I kind of like uh, Maya Wiley. I like Garcia, uh, but you know, I, so I'm from uh, South uh, whatever. I grew up in Queens Village, which is kind of near Jamaica, yeah. Queens. And uh, man, it would be it'd be freaking cool if Eric Adams. I don't know. I know yeah. he's like whatever, but like a former police officer and. Uh, He's, but he seems to be for police reform, and his and his like thing is like. Yeah, oh, I don't know. I think he'll bring the heat. No, he'll bring the heat down. I think he'll. Yeah. I think he's gonna like when he becomes mayor, and I think he will become mayor. I think he will like bring the fucking heat on everybody. Like it'll be like Giuliani too. I I think so. He already is talking like that. He said that the parks. He said parks are just too crazy already. Yeah, yeah. He, and he said he's gonna. And and you know I just don't like that I just I just feel feel like it's so nuts it's like uh, people making a, a drug deal or trying to drink in the park you know having a nice time and it's like nope we're about yeah. to have the po- police city <laughs> but anyway you said, I, drink, you said drink in the park or jerk well, I'm, jerk in the park jerk, yeah, I said, sorry didn't mean <laughs> to be extra if you're Alexis usually both <laughs> yeah. sometimes yeah. in under two minutes yeah. hey yeah. buddy one's legal if you have a tent. <laughs> <laughs> So. Uh, I, I I like 
thought that Yang was just going to win just because like he was he, he felt so popular and likable at the start before it was just like no fuck this guy um but I thought it was one of those things where it was just like most people I'm seeing and people I associate myself with see why Yang is not a good choice but yeah. I wonder if there's this outside of that I hate to call it this but a bubble outside of that maybe a lot of people like him maybe like, yeah we, we, we've discussed yang before like you know i gave money to yang during um 2020 sure for the, the presidential thing you know i'm an accelerationist yeah. though so i i believe even the worst guy for the job is going to bring about some kind of change sure right. <laughs> i think i think i think I like, yang to has, enter- I like to be entertained <laughs> when i uh <laughs> when i read the newspaper what can i say yeah. i think yang has a uh, very loud uh subgroup and uh, of, of fans, and uh, they're not enough for a majority. But it just seems yeah. like just seems like there's excitement for him. Uh, yeah. and, and he, he wrote it like because he's right now number three in the polls. But I just oh, wow. don't. I just don't think he'll get many number two votes. So he's if number three. So would that does that make Wiley and Adams one and two? No, no, Wiley's not. No. Yeah, I think oh. Wiley's might be three or four. I don't know. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I think typ- yeah. Typically, in the last couple of polls, it's been. You know, um, you know, Yang or um, Adams at the top. Uh, you've seen like Stringer's popped in in third every once in a while. Garcia now I think is like solidly second or third, and then um, Wiley, uh, and then like I've seen uh, Donovan's name up there. I've seen um, God, who's the other guy? Yeah, Sean Donovan, uh, Ray McGuire has popped in every once nah, in a while. he's he's sure. done. He's done. He's, he oh, he's out. He oh, yeah. yeah, he's. I mean, no, he's just he's he doesn't know he's done, but he's done. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He just kind of. It's very funny that like he's, the Diddy's pick. What are you talking about? The man yeah. knows wines. The man knows candidates. I know it's it's really funny. He came in. He came in hot, but it's like a Bain Capital guy. You know, people yeah. were just kind of like. I think yeah. he, he got a little excitement in the beginning because he had all these rappers who liked them and stuff like that. <laughs> right, but, right. But Even it was just kind of like Prince is in the race. It's crazy. I know. <laughs> he's cool. Uh, shout out to Paperboy the Prince. He's um, Paperboy Prince. Yeah. He and um he and Yang were supposed to do a basketball game, one on one basketball game together. I don't know if they've done it yet. It's like a promotional thing obviously but that's a fun idea i yeah. liked that idea when i heard that um yeah so so far it's uh i have to read this whole thing um and and uh i i think it's adams is uh at the top and number mm-hmm. two is wiley and uh then after that it's yang garcia and stringer that's who, uh, this was the most re- who conducted this poll this was um this was from pix 11 Oh, uh, <laughs> and uh, it's on June 9th it went right. up. So. Oh, Pixable, Pixable, good, good. Love them, love their content. I was. It's funny. I was reading. I was reading the Stringer stuff because he's getting like, um, you know, accused of sexual misconduct and stuff. And like his quote from it, or the one that was in this article that I read, was like, "That was like the early '90s, or that was like this point in my life. Those those years were messy." <laughs> oh and I was like. God. <laughs> and then I read the um, the Morales stuff, and they and she was like, "Yeah, my campaign right now, messy." I was like, "Oh, they're both <laughs> messy. <laughs> That's not good." <laughs> yeah. Some people like wet messy. What can yeah. I say? Yeah. And we're talking about the Argentinian midfielder <laughs> me- uh, yeah. messy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah um, like when you're when you're working at a restaurant and they're like, uh, "Is are the onion rings messy?" And they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, and yeah, they're pretty messy. It's good." And then it's Lionel Messi. <laughs> 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 well, that's our that's our show, Brooks. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. Um, you. Where you're, you're, you've you've got um, you you got your little uh, it's a one person group, but you do a lot of stuff with other people. Yeah, I do a lot Boy, of stuff. Boy Brooks. Boy Brooks. Um, yeah. And uh, when uh, for, well, first of all, where can people find Boy Brooks uh, music? 
Um, well, you can find my music like streaming on Spotify and iTunes and all those things uh, uh, under Boy Brooks is my artist name. But also on Instagram mainly is where you see most of my stuff, music included. But a lot of like I do a lot of videos and um, music videos and comedy videos and stuff on there. And, I fucking uh, love those videos. Yeah, the, the, thank the you. music to the music to the speeches and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't done those in a while. Maybe I'll do them more with now that like mayoral stuff is happening. But I guess it's yeah. almost over. But do one for um, this podcast. Thank you. I'll do one for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> please, uh, please. I, I um yeah. What was I? Gonna, oh, also TikTok. So yeah, Brooks Allison. That's my first and last name on Instagram and on TikTok. That's where you can see me the most. That's great, man. Uh, and as we as we close every week. We close with a final word from the uh, Alexis Pereira program maximalist, Alex Estrada. Alex, what is your final word? My, What's your my final fi- thought? My final thought for this week, it's, it's very simple. If you love someone, let them go. Because the police will not help you find them. <laughs> which they should. <laughs> That's it. There you go. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. (laughs) All right. Have a good week, everybody. Bye, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.